You're listening to A Playful Podcast, where I talk about everything from the wonders of messy play to stories from my wonderful but messy life. I'm Mariah, and I'm the creator of A Playful Purpose Learning for Littles, and I'm so glad you found me. All right, let's get this party started. Hello, hello. Welcome back to A Playful Podcast. We are now at episode five, and today's episode is all about making moves. Specifically, I'll be telling a story about how I moved from Ontario to Nova Scotia after only knowing Dave for a couple of months. And this topic is one that actually comes up a lot more than I would have expected when I originally started sharing about it when I made the decision way back a year and a half ago. I guess there's a lot of people out there who are contemplating big moves, but of course it's really scary to leave your permanent position and your family and everything you know to go on an adventure to a new place. I'm really excited to share my story, my experiences, and my decision-making process today in this episode, and I hope that if you're kind of thinking about it, or if you're just genuinely curious, that this episode will be interesting for you. But before we do that, we're just going to start with my weekly check-in, where I tell you a little things that are going on in my personal life and in a playful purpose life. Last week, I mentioned that my mom has a visit planned, and I'm so excited because I just booked us some tickets to Glowfest which is basically an indoor Christmas lights display. And we're going to bring Andrew and I think he's going to love it because he goes wild for lights. So I'm really excited about that. And it'll be a great way to kind of kick off the Christmas season. And speaking of Christmas, I booked my flights back to Ottawa. I'll be going there for 10 days over Christmas. And I'm really excited to get back and see my family and all my friends who are there. And that should be great. Other than that, in our family, nothing too major is going on. We have decided to try going gluten-free. This is something that Dave's been wanting to do to see if it'll help his psoriasis and see if it'll help with his snoring. So SOS, if you have any amazing gluten-free recipes, please let me know by email or by DM because I I just love carbs and I just don't know how to even plan a meal without carbs. Well, I mean, I know there are carbs that we'll be eating, but just not the carbs I'm used to thinking about, like bread and pita and naan and all of that. So definitely hit me up with any of your favorite gluten products, especially if they're at Costco, because we need to get some sort of snacks on hand. In a playful purpose news, I made a new product this week, Roll and Build, based off of how much everyone loved my roll and draw last week. And I can't remember if I mentioned my new fall centers, but they're pre-made and ready to go for you. So those are my two new products in my shop. And other than that, for Learn With Me, there's still one spot left in Behavior Management, which is on November 14th now. I forgot we have family photos on November 13th, so if you wanted to jump into the Behavior Management session, it's now on Sunday morning, November 14th at 10.30 Eastern. So definitely send me a message if you'd like to join, or just snag the spot at aplayfulpurpose.com. So let's dive into today's episode. I've been asked about it quite a few times, just in the DMs, asking about moving and making big moves and how I knew it was the right decision and the right time to move. And if you're not familiar with my story, I moved from Ontario to Nova Scotia just over a year and a half ago after only knowing Dave for a few months. And it was a huge decision and one that a lot of people didn't agree with. So this episode is kind of all about that move and about the backstory behind it. Of course, there's all kinds of making moves in our lives. It doesn't need to be a physical move across the country. Some moves are small, but they feel really big. So for example, this was like on our first date when I opened the car door and said to Dave, I thought that he should kiss me. That was a small thing in hindsight, but it felt really big in the moment. And of course, there are moves that are big that feel big. So for me, these are big transitions like becoming a mother. That was a huge change and a big move for me. And then there are big moves that feel easy, and maybe they shouldn't feel as easy as they do, but that's a sign that it's the right choice. So for me, these are examples like getting engaged, 
deciding to take a year without pay from my permanent position, things that are really big decisions, but just felt like not even a decision at all. And moving across the country was definitely one of those things where it was a really big decision, but it came very easily to me. So here's a look into the backstory of this move. We matched on Christmas Day, and it was in the afternoon, and I had run out of matches, and I thought, oh, whatever, I'll expand my search criteria. And then he popped up, we matched, we chatted very little, and then we decided to meet up the next day. I had been kind of craving a change for a while and thinking about moving to Nova Scotia after a trip here. And I've mentioned this in previous episodes that I love changing schools to change up the kindergarten experience, to change up my teaching experience. And I just had this feeling of, so this is it? This is my life. I just have my permanent job that I've had for a few years, and this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life. And it felt so daunting to me that that really encouraged me to try something new and to go on a bit of an adventure. And I just really wasn't connecting with anyone in Ottawa in the dating scene and finding a partner and starting a family was very, very important to me and one of my main priorities. And I just felt like it wasn't happening and that I needed some sort of push. I needed some sort of change in order to make that dream come true. And on his profile, it said that he was moving at the end of the month to Nova Scotia, and he wasn't really sure what was going to happen, but he was looking for something serious. And I thought, hmm, that's interesting. And I kind of took it as a sign, too, that I had run out of matches, and he was the first person that popped up after I decided to be a little bit more lenient in some of my criteria. So like I said, we chatted a bit, we met up the next day, and we had a wonderful first date. Like I mentioned in episode one of this podcast, I broke my rule of an hour and a half long date, stayed there for at least four hours, and then the rest is kind of history. On New Year's Eve, we decided to be boyfriend and girlfriend, and Valentine's Day weekend, I flew down to visit him in Nova Scotia, and we said I love you, and then the pandemic hit. And we weren't really sure what to do because we knew he was going to be here in Nova Scotia for at least three years on his contract with the Air Force. And I also knew that flying back and forth was no longer that possible because Nova Scotia had instigated our two-week quarantine almost immediately into the pandemic. So it wasn't as simple as, oh, I can fly down and visit you for a weekend. I couldn't do that because I would have to isolate when I got here. And of course, I had my full-time job and a life back in Ottawa that I couldn't be constantly isolating for two weeks at a time. So I had to make a pretty big decision. And right before the pandemic kind of happened, right before March break, I'd been toying with the idea of taking a year without pay, moving here temporarily, maybe doing some supply work, working on a playful purpose, and seeing where things went before officially deciding to move. But after all this happened, it felt like a way bigger choice to decide not to move. And that's because by choosing not to move and choosing to stay in Ottawa, I was effectively choosing to be away from him. And I was choosing to delay this opportunity for the life that I really wanted. And it felt like I was just delaying the inevitable. I really felt in my heart like we would end up together and we would end up starting a family together. So waiting another year just for the sake of, oh, it's too soon to move right now, felt like a bad choice. It felt like a bigger choice than deciding to risk it and move. I decided that choosing long distance was way worse than the worst case scenario of me moving here for a year, working, not working out, and then me just simply moving home. I put in my notice for leave without pay, and I wasn't really sure what I was going to do, if I was going to do a master's, if I was going to work. I didn't know what my plan was, but I put in the request. I talked to my family. I broke everyone's hearts about me leaving, and I set out to try and find an apartment to rent, and I couldn't find one. Rent is wild. Rent is wild everywhere. I know that. Here, it seems like there is a significant lack of rental properties, especially ones that will allow pets. So I looked for 
weeks to try and find an apartment that I could live in. And in the back of my mind, I really didn't want to rent because I'd now owned a home in Ottawa for a few years and it just felt like a big mental setback to me to then move into renting. I didn't like that I wouldn't be able to make my space exactly how I like it because like I've mentioned before, having my environment set up the way I need it to be is a main contributing factor to how I manage my anxiety and how I feel good about myself from day to day and how I can maintain a positive attitude and how I can stay productive. So renting just really limits what you're able to do with your space, and I wasn't really comfortable with that. That being said, I ended up having to buy a house here. And so Dave went house hunting for me because, of course, I couldn't visit. And he would FaceTime me from every appointment, and he was kind of my eyes and ears on the ground house hunting. He found one after I think only the third house he visited. He found our now house and absolutely loved it. Sent me photos, did a walkthrough, and then I put an offer in and listed my house at the same time. And if you're familiar with Ottawa real estate, usually it's a crazy hot market, but I sold at basically the only time in the last five years where the market was not hot. And that's because the pandemic had just started and no one was really sure what was going on. But it wasn't a big deal because the house had gained a lot of value since I originally bought it and our house here was less expensive anyways. So it ended up working out really well. It's kind of a trade-off. Like if you're selling in a hot market, you're probably buying in a hot market. If you're selling in a colder market, you're probably buying in a colder market and it all evens out in the end. That was in the end of March, I want to say. I closed the house and then I decided I was going to get a moving truck because obviously I had an entire house worth of stuff in Ontario that needed to somehow magically get to Nova Scotia. And I cannot hype up getting a moving truck enough. I've never done it. I've always moved my own stuff with my brother and my friends and his friends. But this time I hired a moving company and it was amazing. I just can't believe how little stress there was when someone else is doing all the heavy lifting and bringing everything out for you. So that was definitely a moment in my life where I felt like, wow, I'm an actual adult now. I can hire movers. And a lot of my stress was gone. I packed up my car with my cat, my dog, and so many plants, which made my parents laugh a lot when I rolled up to their house the night before I left and my trunk was just filled with plants. And then I started the long drive. And yeah, it was a pretty uneventful drive other than I did get pulled over in Quebec and the police officer was accusing me of talking on the phone, which I had not been. And luckily I spoke French and I was able to convince him that I hadn't been speaking on the phone, which I had not been. But anyways, he was very adamant that I had be and I told him he was making me feel very sad. And I continued on my merry way. (laughs) So anyways, yeah, now I've been here for over a year, about a year and a half. And there's a lot of positives and a lot of negatives about moving. And that's what we're going to kind of talk about for the rest of the episode. And I could never, ever say that I regret it or that I wish I hadn't moved because I look at Dave and I look at Andrew and I just know that this is the path my life was supposed to take. And if I hadn't moved here, I wouldn't have had this family that I'm in right now. And that just feels like something that isn't even possible. How could I not be the mother to this beautiful baby boy? There's just no way. Obviously, I was meant to take this path and I was meant to move here. But it's really hard. It is really, really hard to be this far away from my support network, especially now that I have this baby. It's not the life that I imagined. I always thought I'd have a baby and there would be this endless stream of lasagnas and casseroles at my door and grandparents, you know, wanting to babysit and friends to go on walks with and get coffee with. And that's just not happening. It's not happening because of a lot of reasons, including pandemic limitations and just a general sense of comfort going out into the world. But also it's not happening because I just don't have that here. 
I moved here at a time when people weren't socializing and weren't allowed to socialize or interested in socializing, which meant it was really hard to make new friends. I have a couple of new friends here that I'm really, really grateful for. One of them I actually met on Instagram, shout out to Hunter, and a couple other ones I've met through work and through Dave's work. But overall, as an adult, it's already pretty hard to make friends. And when you add on moving to a new place in a pandemic, it just gets even harder. I feel like we are slowly settling into a life here, a little bit more slowly than I'd like, but having the baby has definitely opened up my social circle as well. Because when I did this pregnancy yoga class, I met another mom and she very graciously invited me into her existing mom circle. So now we go to weekly mom playdates with a group of fabulous moms who all have babies around the same age as Andrew. He's the youngest by a few months, but he's not the smallest. And that's been good. The other thing that was obviously a big risk when I moved was leaving my full-time permanent position in Ottawa and trying to get a job in a new province. I do speak French and do teach in French, and of course, basically no matter where you are, this is a huge advantage. Because of that, I was able to get a full-year position pretty easily when I moved here, but I didn't have anything lined up before I made the move. And that's because they just have their staffing timelines really different here. They didn't even hire me until the end of June. So I was kind of stressing a lot thinking, what have I done? And kind of trying to wrap my head around working on a playful purpose full time, which was a little bit earlier than I maybe felt ready to do. But I did end up getting a position with the French school board here. And for the year, I taught a completely different grade level than I would consider myself an expert in. And it was a great experience, uh, but not one I necessarily want to repeat or am keen to repeat. I definitely would want to return to early learning. So getting a job, the process was interesting because I'm so used to the Ontario or to my school board's staffing timelines and staffing process. So here it was really different. It took forever for me to get my teaching license in Nova Scotia. So if you're planning on moving somewhere, my first recommendation would be right away, start the process of transferring your teaching license because it could take months and months. And here they didn't care. They hired me based on the fact I was an Ontario certified teacher and just had me submit the documentation when it did arrive in August. But other school boards might not have the same policy. So one of the first things you should do is definitely look into transferring your license. Credentials are different from province to province, of course, but it seems like if you have an Ontario certification, it's a great base and most places seem to accept it. The job thing worked out pretty well. I ended up in a wonderful school with amazing colleagues and I actually loved working for a French board because I thought that it really pushed my French throughout the year. And I definitely improved a lot just because I was speaking French all day long to adults and in emails and in report cards and to the students. So it was just a lot more access to French and a lot more exposure to French, which I really liked. The other thing that's different about moving right now is just that it is a lot harder to visit home. It was hard before the baby and it's even harder now. When we went home in August, it took us about 16, 17 hours to do the drive. And now that Andrew's getting older and he's awake longer, I just really feel like this is no longer possible. It was already hard on the way back when he was just two weeks older than on our way there. And he cried a lot more. It just felt way too long. And his crying is a huge trigger for me. And it just was a really, really rough day getting back. But Christmas, we're going to fly. But of course, that brings its own challenges, flying with an infant. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe it'll be amazing and I'll feel more comfortable flying back and forth a bit more frequently. But for now, it does feel like we are a little bit more stuck here just because we are so hesitant to travel with him. Luckily, our family is pretty willing to come and visit us as much as they can. Like my mom's coming in November and hopefully part of Dave's family will be able to come visit. I know there's a lot of people planning to come next summer. So we're kind of just taking what we can get and trying to make the most of our visits when we do get there. 
but having the limitations of travel, both financially and logistically, and because of the baby, definitely makes a move a lot harder. If I'd been closer, it would have been easier, but really we're just way too far to pop down for a weekend by car. It has to be a flight. And right now flights are like five, $600 per person. Don't get me wrong, I do love our life here. The trails, the people, the weather, the access to the ocean, everything is lovely. There's just a slower pace here that I do really like. It's been an amazing adventure. I definitely think it's one of the braver things I've ever done. And I love that it has led me to where I am now with Dave and with Andrew. Again, like I said, I look at them and there's just no way I could think this was anything other than the right choice for me. Do I think we'll be in Nova Scotia forever? I don't know. I hope not. I really miss Ontario. I really miss being with our friends and family, and I would love to get back as close to Ottawa as possible. But there's just a lot of factors to consider in terms of if Dave stays in the Air Force, if we decide that we can afford a property closer to Ottawa. There's a lot of things to think about. I definitely am pushing for us to get back there sooner rather than later so that Andrew can grow up alongside his cousins and so that my brother and sister-in-law and Dave's brothers and sister can have a stronger relationship with him. And of course, the grandparents would love to be closer to us and to him. I'm just really hoping that our path will lead us back to Ottawa again. But if it doesn't, we'll make do. And if it doesn't, there's definitely a reason that we're staying where we're meant to stay or we're moving where we're meant to move. I do really believe that everything happens for a reason, even if I don't like it in the moment. So while I don't love being away from our family right now, I think that there's definitely a reason that we're meant to be a little bit farther away, a little bit more removed so that we can really focus on our own little family first. Moving is not for everyone. If you're thinking about moving, which is basically the question I get a lot of my DMs is, how did you know it was the right choice? And should I move? I'm really conflicted. And you probably already know the answer. If you've been thinking about it for a while and you really want to do it and something's just pulling you and you feel a little unsettled in your current life, I would encourage you to just go for it. It obviously worked out really well for me. And the truth is you just never really know what's going to happen until you try it. It might be a total flop. But then worst case, you just move back and you're right where you were when you left. Best case, an amazing adventure happens and your life completely changes. And that's exactly what happened to me. Andrew's just waking up for his nap now, so I'm going to wrap up this episode. But I think that's everything I wanted to tell you about this big, huge move of my life and the path that it's taken me on. If you ever want to chat about moving, if you have any questions, or if you're debating a big move yourself, for sure send me a message. I would love to chat about it with you. And you're more than welcome to pick my brain more about the decision-making process that I went through. And that brings us to the end of this episode of A Playful Podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to so you don't miss the next episode. And until then, sparkle and shine.